Welcome to Cedar Screw It. My name, oh no, fucking, I did that wrong. Um, See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch But I'm a Cheerleader on Amazon Prime. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. There we go, that's the right thing. Welcome to Cedar Screw It. My name's TJ Davis, he, him pronouns alongside. I am Emily Schick and my pronouns are she and her. Uh, I'm Dan Murphy, my pronouns are he and him. I am Porek, he, him. And on this episode, I feel like I feel like we're all I feel like well, I feel like I'm always doing um new categories and then us just doing one. But hey, several of those have been like for specific holidays. So this is a new new category that we're gonna have a lot more for. Cult camp, which I'm really excited for because it allows me to talk about a bunch of the shit that I love, even though we already talk about a bunch of the shit that I love. Yeah, but yeah. hey, yeah. You, you made us watch Rubber, and um, what else have we have you made us watch that only you liked? <laughs> uh, Demon Knight. Yeah, uh, Demon Knight. Fuck you, Demon Knight's great. I still defend so, Demon Knight. Does it mean movies that are cult movies that are set in camps? No, uh, cult camp and movies? cult and camp movies. Okay. But it just sounds more fun to call it cult extends. camp. Yeah. yeah. Like um, most, but this, most camp this films is... become cult films, so I guess maybe it's not yeah. the other way around necessarily, though. So well, th- you this couldn't do a... you couldn't do Adam's Family Valleys because it's like postmodernly camp. It's like so uh, it still has camp, a cult just... following. So well, this this is this is too. This is too. This is oh, like, this uh, movie is super self aware. But hey, on satire. our first um, yeah. cult camp movie. Because this is a culty, campy movie that takes place at a camp cult. Um, we're going to be talking about 1999's But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, you know, starring Natasha Leon, Chloe Duvall, uh, Melanie Linsky, uh, uh, Mink Stoll, Bud Court, uh, Kit Perdue. Uh, uh, fuck, who is, who is the camp leader? I forget right. her name. Kathy Moriarty and RuPaul. Yeah, Kathy Moriarty, RuPaul, fucking uh, Michelle Williams has a bit part. <laughs> yep. uh, Dante Bosco, if you don't know who he is, he's Rufio. Rufio. Uh, I thought he was Rufio. Rufio. Awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad you confirmed that. I was like, is that Rufio? Like... <laughs> yep, I love it. Um, uh, Richard Mall, I thought that was a fun little bit that he had in there. Anybody else that I should be mentioning that I'm not yet? Eh, I don't think so. Oh, Julie Delpy. Um, if you're a fan of that Link was Later, her. you okay. know, yeah. If you're a fan of Link Later, you know who she is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the before movies, or wait, yeah. yeah, the before movies. I think they're all before, so or is one of them after? Yeah, no, it's before. I think. Yeah, I think they're all before. They call it the before trilogy. Even though there isn't there four movies in the series now? Oh, I have no idea. I think so, or they're making a fourth. Yeah, maybe they're just making a fourth. I know my parents love them. Yeah, I've never seen <laughs> I haven't watched them, I haven't I've watched them myself. Them. Uh she's yeah. also in one of the three colors trilogy. I think she's in white. Yo, yeah, she's gotta be the she must oh. be the wife in white. Yeah, she's probably the wife in white. Um all right, hey. <laughs> Before we get well, no, we haven't really gotten off topic. We were just talking about like actors in this, but um, you said yeah. Chloe Duvall. Is it? It's Clea. Clea, Clea. Clea Duvall. My Clea. bad. 
Is it Clea, Emily? I don't know. I'm I, think, not I sure always thought it was Clea, but Clea? I don't know. So I would have thought Clea. Clea. Yeah. Yeah. Who's you also know who in... she is if you've seen her. Just yes, watch the craft. Uh, just... Oh, yeah. Everyone's she was in the craft. craft. Wow. It's been a while. I was thinking the faculty. <laughs> oh, I love the faculty. So oh, good. it's such a bad flick. That's so much fun. <laughs> it's one of my favorite, like, just. <laughs> Uh, movies to throw on and not think about anything at all. Plus, yeah, just isn't, total isn't that also directed of by of the body snatchers, Oh yeah, it's but... totally Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but isn't that also directed well, okay. by um, Robert Rodriguez? Yeah, I just treat it as, you know, uh, Body Snatchers is basically a genre, you know, everyone rips it off. Oh yeah, there, there's at least like six Invasion of the Body Snatchers names movies, if it's not specifically named that. But then a million that fucking take the same concepts from it and do it, you know? Yeah. No, it's like definitely... if, even or or do homages to it. No, it's kind of like things. its own sub genre, sub horror genre. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. I mean, we watched a little bit of a movie that was similar to that of people being replaced by plants. We only got yeah. pork half half an hour into it. <laughs> It's bad. Don't watch it. I'm not even going to mention it. Emily, you're not allowed to mention it either. I know. It's unbelievable. Was this um, happening? Going into this movie, though, <laughs> the plot. 17-year-old Megan Bloomfield is a happy high school senior who loves cheerleading and is dating Jared, a football player. However, she does not enjoy Jared's kissing. I have no idea why she doesn't enjoy Jared's kissing because, you know, just shoving your fucking tongue down somebody's throat while as wide mouth as possible. That looks like a great way to kiss. I mean, that's kind of how teenagers make out. I'm, yeah, we're being I mean, in, even as a I, teenager, I don't think that I was that. I don't know. Ever. I don't know. I mean, it, it, the well, this, this, these kissing scenes are hilarious. Uh, they kind of remind me of the the kissing scene in um, Jumanji. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle with uh, with The Rock and uh, what's her name, uh, Karen Gillan. Uh, that scene is amazing. So, um, like, you know, but it's just like, yeah, teenagers don't know what the fuck they're doing. So, yep. Oh yeah, you're right. I had forgotten about that scene, but yes, it, like that one's way more awkward. But yeah, and but equal, no, this, this still has a lot of those vibes. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I'm pretty sure I made that. Like, I'm bored. Is he done yet? Face like plenty <laughs> of times as a teenager, and I am straight, mostly at least. But um, she didn't enjoy kissing Jared instead preferred to look at her fellow cheerleaders. I mean, she wasn't even looking at them. She was, you know, imagining them. Yeah. But this, combined with her interest in vegetarianism and Melissa Etheridge, leads her parents, Peter and Nancy, uh, Bud Court and Mink Stoll, um, and friends to suspect she that she is a lesbian. Like, I'm sorry. That's fucking hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. Just it because is. she doesn't want to eat meat, like there there are other <laughs> things in there because she is actually a lesbian. But like, just because she doesn't eat meat and likes Melissa Etheridge, she must be a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what I was thinking is it's like meant to be small town or in the past, or is it more just kind of like generally taking the piss out of how ridiculous it is, like 
it's it's well it takes place in the present it takes place in the present it's contemporary for the time yeah like, small town middle america come small on small town it, middle america it's in like 98 99 yeah when right, conversion right. when conversion therapy was all the rage Right. Like, okay. it's still it's still yeah it, it's still yeah. a thing it's still a I, thing. I know it's still a thing and it's disgusting and it shouldn't fucking yeah. be a thing yeah. but horrific it it fucking is horrific <laughs> like well i mean that's that's one of the things this, this movie this movie isn't really it, it, like this movie thinks it's ridiculous um but it's really not really showing the really dark side of that shit um no it's yeah. not it's, which but is a, that's not what it's meant to be. No, and that's not what this film's trying to do at all. But I think that we should at least acknowledge it. Um, I think, but this film kind well, they of like try already a little assumes bit. you're already in on the joke. They so, try a little like, bit because there's like the the two guys hooking up, and one of them go, one of them leaves, and one of them is put in solitary in what is a doghouse. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, and the, there, and there, there and is. It has a jokey tone, but some pretty nasty things happen. Yeah, yeah like if you're watching yeah, closely, kind of like it's really fucked way. up. Like the the uh, anytime I have impure thoughts, I give myself a shock, and it's the lesbian who uh, enjoys pain. I cannot remember her name at the moment. Uh, Sinead. Sinead. Yeah. My... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know people yeah. with that name. <laughs> wow, really? An Irish well, guy an knows Irish people person named... who knows Sinead's? I know <laughs> loads of them. Wild. <laughs> Over Wild. six. Over six. All right. Yeah. Aided by ex-gay Mike RuPaul, uh, they surprise her with an intervention. She is then sent to True Directions, a two-month-long conversion therapy camp intended to convert attendees to homosexual uh, to heterosexuality via a five-step program in which they admit their homosexuality, rediscover their gender identity by performing stereotypical gender-associated tasks, find the root of their homosexuality, demystify the opposite sex, and simulate heterosexual intercourse. Holy shit, is that scene, like, fucked up. Oh, the entire God. concept yeah. of it is fucked up, but... Yeah, yeah. and the way they keep building it up, talking about, like, uh, the simulation... Yeah, is really yeah. ominous and terrifying. Yeah, as well. I mean, like, that's, that's... She won't where... the simulation, you're like... Yeah, that's, I mean, where that's one of the particularly dark up. aspects of the real uh, reprogramming camps. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, I, it, yeah. like, I feel like it, they probably showed that partially because they felt like it was, you know, they could, it could, they could do like a humorous take on it while still showing how dark it was without, yeah. you know, it like, you know, the the whole like, you know the actual like torture stuff that they do is uh, probably not going to come across well at a movie that's meant to be kind of funny. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think a big part of this is we want, like, we're going to acknowledge that this stuff happened, but the focus is really on the, you know, well, we'll get to it as we get to the description, but the, uh, the positive relationships that you, that were found out of these experiences, not the negative ones um, yeah not, not really the, uh, the ptsd the that you're most likely going to end up suffering after going to one of these camps yeah yeah can anyway. anyone Ugh. say trauma bonding they're definitely <laughs> shown to be sufficiently evil i think so that they're so that it, they're not discounted 
you know, mm-hmm. as, a, as a villain, like they are. Well, I mean, and that's that's the or she and, she and the yeah, parents. No, I guess. yeah, the parents, yeah. Uh, like the parents, are also shown as significant because I mean, I think that's one of the things that's always um, important about a lot of this type of stuff is kind of like the the strength of the found family that you can find um in yeah. these communities and that's one of the things that a lot of these communities want to stress um oh, and there's a, there's a point that i'm going to make when we get yeah. to there, there's a point that i'm going to make when we get to the end of this actually i think it's in this description yeah it's cool yeah because like yeah. there's a semi mid-credit scene mm-hmm. that yeah is... that yeah, really mid credit scene. Yeah, I yeah. like that mid credit. But I mean, it's just because Bud Court's fucking awesome. So. Yeah, Bud Court's um, fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, what the fuck else do I know him from? Oh, well, <laughs> Harold and Mod. I was thinking Harold and Mod, and then it was like, no, it's Dogma. dogma. <laughs> yeah, it's Dogma. No, he plays God in oh, Dogma. Yeah. He's great. But um, I thought Alanis well, Morissette was God. He plays God at the very beginning of the film, and then he's he's, he's the he's the he's, human manifestation of God. Who's in the and home then, of most of the film? Yeah, yeah. And then once God's spirit is freed, then God shows her true form, which is a lot of more well, set. That's more set. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um. But hey, upon arrival, she meets strict disciplinarian Mary J. Brown. That's uh Cassidy, right? Moriarty. Yeah. Kathy mm-hmm. Moriarty. Um, the program's director. Mary's son Rock is seen throughout the film to actually be overtly homosexual, making multiple sexual overtures towards Mike and the other male campers. Um, I, hilarious side point. I I fucking loved it. like the different gendered programmings. Like there were was humor in both of them, but like the male gendered programming when they're in the woods and have all the cutouts. If you look closely at the cutouts, oh, yeah. they're like highly phallic and uh very suggestive in many ways, <laughs> especially the uh man holding the gun, shooting at a guy down on his knees. Uh yep. that that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. And the uh, mushroom tree <laughs> that's in a lot of the scenes too. Also, yeah. kind of wild that you're trying to like deprogram these people from being homosexual and like everything. It, like, I, I that is part of the point of this, but like everything you're seeming to do is just like pushing them more in the direction <laughs> yeah. of. Oh like, yeah, no, it's it's yep. it's so crazy to think of like yeah, let's have gendered dormitories and have them all like yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna work so well. Like, yeah, we're gonna have sure. a bunch of uh, you know, gay men and lesbians sharing rooms with single single gender and yeah. no supervision <laughs> like and even with the supervision of mike like mike is clearly denial throughout the entirety of this yeah no i mean like rupaul plays that so well oh yeah so. he, oh, like yeah. they really do <laughs> <laughs> um all right yeah during the program megan befriends college student graham eaton uh i didn't mention before megan is uh shit why am i blanking on her name natasha leone yeah and uh Graham Graham is is Clea. yeah uh I, for, I was wrong earlier by the way uh she wasn't in the craft that was for it was a bulk so yeah pardon, pardon, excuse me hmm. i was gonna say like i didn't remember her being in there because it's like it's robin tooney Feruza in my bulk, defense i still think they um, look kind of i think they look kind of similar uh, Feruza Balk looks le- way more insane than Clea Duvall. 
Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Feruza Balk looks more Floridian. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, Quaidavol's in a ton of stuff. Um, like Girl Interrupted was one of the ones I was thinking of. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, the one that always comes to mind for me is freaking Carnival, but no one saw Carnival. Oh my so. god, I love Carnival. <laughs> I hate that it's only two seasons. I really need to rewatch it at some point because I love the hell out of it. It was so good, Clancy Brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and then what more recently she was in what was uh, you know, Guillermo del Toro's uh, uh like circus folk film. Like, it's funny. That oh, she's yeah, in- she was in uh, Nightmare yeah. Alley, wasn't she? Yeah, she's in Nightmare Alley. So, uh, movie I wanted to like more than you I liked did. it anyway. Same here. Um, Although more comfortable in her sexuality, she was forced to attend the camp or risk being disowned by her family after her stepmother caught her having sex with a girlfriend of hers in her room. She also meets several fellow adolescents and young adults trying to cure themselves. Anytime I put like that emphasis, it's going to be something that they put in quotations um, themselves uh, to uh, of their homosexuality the group's prompting forces prom- the group's prompting the group's prompting forces her to reluctantly admit her lesbianism which contradicts her traditional religious upbringing and distresses her so she puts every effort into becoming heterosexual early on in her stay she shockingly discovers retail worker clayton dunn uh kip purdue you might know him from um He's uh, Carolina's dad in the runaways. Yeah, there we go. Uh, making out with a fellow male camper and varsity wrestler named Dolph. Rufio. Rufio. Um, after Mike catches them in the act, Dolph is dismissed from the premises and Clayton is punished with isolation, literally being sent to the doghouse for a week. Like... Not Solitary great. confinement is no fucking joke, folks. It shouldn't yep. exist in prison. Even if it's in a multicolored doghouse. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, very yeah. hilarious looking. <laughs> yeah, this lady designs her. It's very John Waters, the look of this movie. Uh, well, I mean, the... I think that's part of the reason why Mink Stoll's in it as well, is like she was a collaborator yeah. with Waters for years. I was surprised that he didn't turn up at some point in some small role like he does in a lot of movies that are inspired by uh, I mean the production of this seems fairly chaotic so it's kind of nuts how they got people in this at all (laughs) so it was just kind of like grabbing who's available um, and not worrying about large um, talented cast though so it worked out well I mean it's a lot of people who hadn't like you know just like on their way up that kind of got lucky for the most part um or or if you're natasha leon you just ask for the part yeah basically like all right so fun fact um leah and natasha friends i don't know if they were more than friends at this time but like friends driving to vegas uh clea was already hired for her role in this and as they're driving to vegas natasha sees the script in the back seat reads through it and is like i want to be part of this uh they had not yet cast their Megan. So she she showed up like hung over all in black and was like, I'm fucking stoned right now and got the job. 
Nice. Fun fact. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was also like, well, yeah. I mean, in Cleo Duvall had worked with the director on short films before, so they were already friends. Um, so. Well, and that's why Cleo was already cast. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, Clea speaking up for Natasha and, like, trusting Clea. It's like, okay, yeah, you can take it. Uh, I mean, the only person that was immediately, that was, like, dream casting for uh, Ashley Babbitt, Jamie Babbitt, uh, was Natasha Linsky, or Melanie Linsky. Melanie Linsky. Uh, so she'd seen her, see her as well. well she'd seen her in uh heavenly creatures and right. it was immediately like no this is who i want to be this character and i kind of yeah. love that it's uh, melanie speaking in like her natural accent because we don't get much of that these days yeah it's very rare because she's, she's, she's yeah she's super cool she's very good in this i love i all the uh you know the side characters like they're they're quite good really like all yeah, the little well, stories are interesting enough. No, I mean, that's one of the things is when you get strong actors who are really kind of like really like every character feels like they're bringing a lot of background to their their character, despite their relatively small parts a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. like that comes across and works really well. Like, you know, like everyone is like, I feel like they kind of did the character work to like what specifically brought them to this program um, and, you know, sort of like like their conflicted feelings about that and just having that like as something that they like it isn't directly discussed in the film but to have that um as their character i think it comes across and gives them a lot more depth and range so Mm. Mm. oh and if you like melanie linsky check out um yellow jackets is worth the watch at least so far but i i love a good mystery box show so yeah well, well, we'll wait until it becomes lost again. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, they just finished season two, Love so lost. they're coming. Yeah, up on so they, they got they got another <laughs> yeah. yeah they got another couple seasons before it, it freaking shits the bed like Lost did. So, um... <laughs> oh, those last two seasons of Lost, they are so bad. <laughs> and this is why I won't watch Lost. Yeah, uh, uh, honestly, like, like they're good moments, but I would say don't waste your time. It's good enough. The first four seasons are a lot of fun. They just, oh God, does the last two seasons suck? I, I think people are too harsh on it. it, it I, I will I, I think absolutely agree. Only... There's some bad uh, episodes in the in the last few seasons for sure. Some pretty yeah. dumb stuff. I mean, the worst episode. I don't think it four, fall... So, but like, yeah, like, exactly. The, the worst stuff is right in the middle. Is, is season right four, and that's the worst episode. But like, like honestly, lost. It's just like. Ugh. Like they I've forgot, seen a lot worse. They, they forgot that the show was about its characters, and the stuff with the characters is still great. It's just they become so obsessed with their mythology that the show falls apart. But the characters are still great. So, I mean, it's almost still worth watching for that, even though a lot of the characters' resolutions are disappointing and frustrating in the last season. <laughs> but Swords hey, is still we're, good. We're, we're, not, we're, we're not talking about Lost. We're talking about, but I'm a cheerleader. Fine. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> we got Dan, one more paragraph if, to if, go. If you, if you want, we we can do like an episode by episode watch through of it, and just oh, like <laughs> do that as we like a bonus. It's like a bonus. It's like a bonus feature. Immediately put it in the trash. Yeah. 
That would be amusing. I, I, is there a Lost podcast? There probably there's is. Gotta, I'm sure there's, there's gotta, gotta be. be. Um, there's gotta be multiple. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That, but hey, two of Mary's former students, ex-ex-gays, Larry and Lloyd, Morgan Gordon, um, encounter the campers to rebel against her by taking them to a local gay bar called Cocksucker. <laughs> Great <Love> name. <laughs> yeah. uh, where Graham and Megan's relationship becomes romantic. Upon discovering what they did, Mary forces all of them to picket the couple's house, carrying placards and shouting homophobic abuse. Uh, there's, I like, I don't want to say it, but like there is one placard in there that... I still think it's really funny. I think all the sides are pretty funny, especially (laughs) given the context of it, of just like, these are awful. These are like, they're clearly, yeah. yeah. And and Leon plays it so perfectly being the last one left behind because Mm -hmm. she's the most innocent of all of them. And she has like the worst thing written on it. Oh, she's just kind of standing there and they hold on it and they hold on it. And she's just like, that's my favorite one because of just like how awful it is. Like, like there's a lot of good ones in there, but like you'll have to watch this movie to find out what it is because I'm not going to fucking say. Yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the summer skips over the scene where all the parents show up, which I think is fairly significant. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, because you have um Graham's father like, like I don't leave be because he's so uncomfortable. Bundle of sticks. Yeah, yeah. Who's so uncomfortable being around um, gay people that he just leaves. Mm. So but anyway. Anyway. Ugh. The, like he's definitely the worst of the parents i think well no the, yeah the worst of the parents is the person who runs the conversion camp mary mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah because she is technically a parent as well because yeah. her son works for them and yeah. i'm gonna guess she probably started it to try and convert her son but... right right that's, yeah that's i mean a, and that was one implied. of the things that i yeah i mean i i always kind of was wondering like, I, you know, I talk so much about the backstory on some of the other characters, but I, I did kind of want a little bit more backstory on her. Because, I mean, I like uh, RuPaul's um, ex-gay um, persona, but I kind of figured that, like, Mary should probably have some of that, too. I mean, it's also interesting that, you know, her husband is very much not present in this film. So it's kind of a question of, of you know... Did he die? Did he leave her? Did he leave her because he was a uh, homosexual? Like, I mean, it's yeah, potentially. Like, I I think that that was one. Aspect and you just hate having you, you just hate having to think about it. What? That's good. You're good. You're thinking about it. That's a cool thing. I had all those thoughts in my head. Why did they have to explicitly say it? I um, just wanted more hints. I don't know. I, I wanted yeah. I wanted like a line, at least yeah. a line being. I think like to for her motivation instead of like you're a shit human well like, the, you're no, still a shit motiv- human but yeah oh i mean i think motivation. it's more important it's, well, it's well, I, mean, I, I think it's also more important from a perspective of i thought that rock was one of the weaker characters in this film and i think that having that would establish um better uh characterization of him because i think the uh, the um the you know gay character the the male characters um in the program are more fleshed out than he is and i wanted him to be a little bit more fleshed out um so yeah that that would have been nice although it is funny that he's basically just like 
uh, you know, a bouncing not really, muscle dude seem, in yeah. short shorts. He doesn't seem that yeah. bothered by what's going on. You know, I don't know. He's yeah. just trying to like put it. I, the, the vibe I got was that he's just trying to ignore it and be happy because he's, that's been his situation forever. Yeah, and it's not it's not changing. He literally lives there. Yeah, so it seemed like he was kind. It seemed like he's kind of like in a you know he's just blocking. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's also a question of like, yeah, I mean, it's not until uh, it's also that I think that you know it's hinted at uh, like his homosexuality is hinted at for a while, um, for like pretty much that since he appears in the film, um, but it's like like Mary's reaction to it, like like doesn't really like it makes a big jump when she puts him in this simulation sequence and from um from her, her reaction to it before of just like you know don't sip a straw like that and stuff like earlier um yeah. like i like it's it's a big jump um and, and it's like why wasn't he sitting in on some of these sessions um when clearly it feels like mary feels like he should be so but you know well i think well, no, also I... largely a denial Oh yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, and that's, that's the thing that's is is, is the denialism I wish was as a little bit more defined. Um, at the same time, like I think that one of the things this film doesn't want to get into is really harping on some of these negative experiences. It mostly just kind of wants to focus on the the lighter, like discovering your uh, sexuality rather than um, attempts to repress it. Um, so I mean, like. Like that's why it's understandable that yeah, you it doesn't it include that. Doesn't yeah. spend any time getting into the mind of the bigots, really. You know, they're yeah. just like yeah. it's oh, not I mean, too concerned with that, like, and that's fine because it's not. Well, again, I mean, in like like the bigot, focus. like like when it does have the bigots kind of say their their attitudes, it's played in a way that's so ridiculous that how could you possibly agree with them? So you know, right? Yeah. And but you know that it comes in all flavors, you know. Like yeah. some some bigots are more silent about it and do it in other ways and and uh, microaggressions, as they say. And then you know some people are just straight up Westboro Baptist Church style psychos, you know. Yeah, and yeah. that this this movie is about those kind of people, I guess. To an extent, um, well, I, mean, you I don't know, think definitely there's with the picketing, yeah. Baptist, like maybe with the picketing and the stone throwing, mm. but like, yeah, Westboro Baptists are way more fucking gross. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see them as a million miles off. Just a bit more eccentric, even or, or too silly to take seriously because it's such a small operation. But I mean, the signs that they sent out were not a million miles off. That were. The well, I mean, it's also it's also the, just it's the west the targets that the web. Westboro Baptist chooses are so wildly inappropriate and so yeah like the yeah, protesting yeah. At, at funerals is just awful so yep yeah, yeah. fun times yep yay this reality rules all right um, I don't know I'm actually gonna I'm gonna have a hot take and say it's worse to like throw rocks and protest at some random gay people's house than at a dead person's funeral because <laughs> that person's dead they can't experience it the other one well, is like pure active hate that the other person is well rock throwing rock throwing and protesting it, are different things so yeah like i'm yeah. not a big fan of the rock throwing um which i think that we no we don't actually get a line of that no uh they do though they throw stuff at the house and then don't they mm-hmm well, yeah, um, yeah. Cleo Duvall throws a rock at the house, right? Because she's yeah. trying to prove, like, she's Graham. trying to not not yeah. not the actress, but the character Graham. What yeah. is throws a rock uh, at the house because she doesn't want to yeah. be found out? 
Right. 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 Is she doing that mostly just because of fear of her father? Yes. Well, yes. Um, desire for money, ultimately. Yeah. Well, afraid, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, oh, that, that's the other thing. And, you know, it's one of those things that, like, the the uh, incidences of uh, homelessness among gay teenagers is extremely high. Um, and that's kind of where this, uh, you know, where these characters ultimately kind of end up. I mean, you have Larry and Lloyd is kind of like a halfway house to hopefully get people on their we're, feet. We're, but we're, like, we're almost yeah. there. We're not far off from the end of this synopsis. Um, because Megan and Graham sneak away one night to have sex and begin to fall in love. They were already falling in love at this point, but they have sex. Um, when Mary discovers their escapade, Megan now unapologetically comfortable with her sexuality is dismissed from the premises. Graham, afraid that her continued defiance will result in her father potentially disinheriting her permanently, stays behind. Um, like it, it, it's a terrible reason, but people have done it a lot over the years. Not that they should have to, because like, who the fucking, who the fuck fucking cares who you love as long as it's not fucking children, like, yeah, Uh, or animals. Yeah. Like it's, or trees. (laughs) It's still not. I don't know. Trees are kind of hot to me. (laughs) It's shockingly common even today. Uh, I'm I'm not at all surprised. And like, it's one of the commentary things that I enjoy in this is like, even today, this is still sadly applicable. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it's just it's, there's definitely a, a pendulum swinging back into bigotry is OK, which sucks. So uh, it's but. been going for the past like eight years now. Yep. Wow. Well. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. We're trying not to be political Ooh. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh disowned by her parents and homeless, Megan goes to stay with Larry and Lloyd, discovering that Dolph now also lives with them. The pair plan to rescue Graham and Clayton by infiltrating the graduation ceremony. While Dolph successfully coaxes Clayton away, Graham nervously declines Megan's invitation to join them. Um she being Megan, then performs a cheer she composed for Graham, declaring her love for her, finally winning Graham over. They drive off with Dolphin Clayton. The uh, final scene shows Peter and Nancy. Well, it's sort of a mid-credit before that was really a thing. Um, shows Peter and Nancy. Uh, no, it shows Nancy uncomfortably attending, while Peter is awkward but more accepting. And like, well, I mean, and. It's a nice contrast with the parent scene in which like Peter, like I, it's a role reversal because Peter was like really uncomfortable with how like bigoted he, he was supposed to be. And now all of a sudden he's like, yay, I can actually accept my daughter again. So like, uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let me finish the sentence. Yeah. The final scene shows Peter and Nancy uncomfortably attending. Like I was just editing yeah. as I was. Oh yeah. No, it's it. written poorly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, attending a P flag, uh, P flag is um, parents and family. Our parents and friends of lesbians and gays, yes, uh, meeting to come to terms with their daughter's sexual homosexuality. Like, I really kind of love this moment for Bud Court because not only it's more Bud Court, but uh, you know, it, it shows that at least it shows to me that he always wanted to support his daughter no matter what, 
And it was always the mom because the mom is, you know, in a scarf and a hat and sunglasses trying to cover herself up and like be as small as possible in this meeting. Whereas like he has a momentary beat of like nervousness of expressing that his daughter is a lesbian, but ultimately feeling like you get a sense of like comfort and like I accept my daughter for who she is. Yeah. And like I like yeah. that message of like, hey, if you're not a bigoted piece of shit, you can fucking grow. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> yeah. like mom is a bigoted piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, there are there are plenty of well, I mean, the worst is Mary in this, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that Mary's just largely in denial about a lot of stuff in her life, which again, I wish yeah. that like I don't know how to make it work. Because I either want the husband to be dead, but her finding out that he had an affair with a man after his death and then taking it out or. Yeah, I feel like there are hints like you don't want to spell you don't want to like hit you over the head with it. But I, but if there are hints there, they weren't obvious enough. And I'd like some hint there. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's a cheerleader. Yeah, but she's a cheerleader. How can she be a lesbian? She's a cheerleader. I mean, that was one of the things that I always thought was as odd. Of well, I mean, it's also just kind of odd. like, like, well, yeah. Why? Why? If you were a cheerleader, why wouldn't you want to be? A, if you were a lesbian, why wouldn't you want to be a cheerleader? Um, <laughs> it's like it's people love to erase the like femme lesbians, and it's like there's a lot of them. Yep. Yeah. And I, it's kind of the same. Then you have the reversal of like the butch girl who's actually straight. Yeah, because that happens. Well, too. I, I, I kind of, like, yeah, I'm disappointed that the description didn't mention that, but like, there was Jan, the the butch softball player who likes dick, but nobody believes she does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a character. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, like... it's. <laughs> I mean that character com- comes across as more transgender than gay in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah. I mean, like, and that that you know, like, your gender identity is not necessarily um, you know aligned with your sexual identity. So you know, and the yeah. uh, and the mainstream is just starting to even barely understand this stuff now. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. it's this wild that this movie is twenty four mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what that's what's amazing is like this movie holds up fairly well in terms of what it's talking about. I think um, before we started streaming, uh, I think Inc. Uh, TJ and I were talking about um, Chasing Amy, and I do not think Chasing Amy probably holds up as well as oh, it God. does no, now. I as can't it did uh, it, it's out. been a yeah. while since I watched it, but like it actually just thinking about holding moments... up free like a long time ago. Is totally... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I know, like you know, plus. I mean, Kevin Smith has been open about the fact that he wants yeah. to include, like he like like. I, I guess I, I believe his brother is gay and he likes to kind of include uh, a gay character kind of as a shout out to his brother in most of his films. Um, and, you know, that was 
like he's always been very supportive of the community um but at the same time it's just like it's interesting what yeah it's interesting what's considered supportive of the community uh as as things have progressed um and i don't feel like uh chasing amy uh now well i mean come on Uh, it's a it's a ludicrous comparison because this is made by a queer filmmaker you know like the dream yeah uh, no, so. I mean, and that's oh, I, that's one of the things that I just think is is interesting because I mean, I, I you know, that was one of the things I've discussed. And I'm curious about kind of like I don't really know the background of the director of uh, Birds of Prey or the what or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, um, fantabulous <laughs> like, emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Because like I always thought yeah, that that one. was kind of a very a single uh, one like a, a a very lesbian action movie um and it was interesting to see like some of the critiques of that film kind of clearly weren't viewing it through that lens um because yeah the fight choreography is a little sloppy um and that but like otherwise i think there's a lot that film does well i just feel like a lot uh, at the same time a lot of the um a lot of the uh lesbian themes are watered down in in to try to appeal to a mass audience that I wish they weren't. Um, but at the same time, I like, I really like that movie. Um, but I feel like people were expecting it to be something very different and were disappointed by it. Well, that's the uh, thing. You can't, you can't expect good representation from a PG 13 yeah. monolith. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's something that's trying to appeal to four quadrants that is very yeah. much like not even trying to appeal to one of the co- quadrants entirely. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, unless like Russia still like bans gay people, you know? Like, yeah. It's still no, no. I mean, or... yeah. No, I mean, I saw I saw Elemental over the weekend, and I guess people are freaking out because there's a non-binary character in it. And so, like, I didn't <gasps> even notice. So, like, I guess there was one. I did not notice that there is a non-binary character. So. Like... So they're mad because elements have been gendered or not. I've, I've done, so I'm lost. I'm so No, lost. no, all your elements, they got to be gendered. But like both, okay. each element has to have, you know, both genders. But if any element is neither gender, then that's problem for idiots. Yep. There is an absolutely, while we're speaking of this, there's an episode of the great industry satire on HBO Max called The Other Two uh, from this season, which is a whole episode about this where the a, a gay character from the show signs on to be a, a, a an ooze ball in some animated movie being promised that it's going to be huge for gay representation. Uh, which of course all gets cut out of the movie at, at a later date, Disney style. But he admits he he agrees to it, uh, and then has to justify it in front of a bunch of actually gay people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, highly recommend if you're into that topic uh, and a very funny satire on it. Anyway, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I haven't watched any of that show, so I have no idea. <laughs> but show. no, it it does sound like an interesting idea, and it it seems very curb your enthusiasm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then you know other stuff like just uh, you know this this film is extremely progressive for the time that just like feels almost normal now. So it's amazing. Yeah, like. No, I am super impressed how well this movie is aged. Like, I was sort of worried that this might have been kind of mulky. Uh, just in ter- like, there are some things, again, there are some things in this movie that are lines that I will not repeat. Um, 
But I think like, if anything, judging by what I've seen critics say of it, it, it they might have missed the uh, might have been a bit ahead of its time, really. You know? Yeah, oh, I no, think it I mean, definitely the... was. Like this feels like uh, it feels like a PG thirteen movie now, mm-hmm. and not right. an NC seventeen. And like yeah, when um, it came out, it was given it was originally given an NC seventeen for sexual situations. Like there's no yeah. nudity in it. There's well, now we saw there's a there's, fuck. Yeah, there is two versions yeah. of this film. There yeah. is a director's cut that's five minutes long that we did that I presume none of us watched because that was the pay version on Amazon that yep. I saw. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I watched. I watched the short. I watched the shorter version. So, but like my understanding of what got cut, it's just like people overreacting. I do think language could definitely push this into R. I'm not sure you could get away with a bar called the cocksucker in a PG-13 movie. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. like there there are some other like slurs and stuff that I'm not sure you could get away with in a PG-13 movie now. Though they might have been able to get away with them in a PG-13 movie. Uh, in then. 1999 so yeah. like things have shifted um but like i you know there isn't a whole lot of profanity there's no nudity there's no violence um so it's kind of nuts to me that this was like you know on the cusp of being an nc-17 like yeah that's so bizarre to me yeah it's but like it's, it's just sort of like you know a puritanical puritanical repression and it's like no as long as they're not hurting anybody like as long as they're not hurting other adults hurting children or animals i don't give a fuck what you do really like if you love whatever love whatever i mean i might judge you if you fuck a pumpkin but like who fuck, who this, fuck pumpkin? this pumpkin <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you emily <laughs> yeah 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 we i do you were going there <laughs> but like <laughs> the uh yeah. yeah this whole movie's uh story with the mpaa anyway is is worth reading there's there's lots of documentation on it yeah oh, have, have you ever watched up. this film is not yet rated because yeah, it's a super movie. solid documentary that's like nowhere <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of a while ago at this point. Well, yeah. I'm sure I still have it on a hard drive somewhere. No, and then then also at the at the the other end of it is also I think the the critical response I don't think really understood what this film was trying to do because I think it did want kind of like an edgier, more satirical um, uh, take on how awful these programs are. When I think that really this just like. We want to make a fi- a happy film about gay people falling in love. There really aren't a lot, especially at the time, and yeah. we just want to make that. Like so, yeah. and, and that's the and that's the perfect setting. You know, it's yeah. love in the face of adversity. What, yeah. what better love stories are there? You know, it's 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 the ones that give you the most hope. Generally, yeah. classic, timeless. Yeah. All right, I am starting to do the pee dance, so I'm thinking, let's get to verdicts. Sounds good to me. Who wants to start? Here, I'll start, and then I can go pee. Uh, This is a fucking see it for me. Like, I'm 
super impressed how well it is held up. I love a lot of the casting in it. Yeah, it's fucking campy as shit. That's sort of the point of it. Like, if you're a fan of, you know, John Waters movies, then fucking watch this movie. But if you're a fan of John Waters movies, I'm sure you've already watched this movie. (laughs) But yeah, this is absolutely a see it for me. And I will let whoever's next go. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, everyone I'll go. at I'll the go. same time. All right. I'll go. I'll Do go. you guys really need me to like be directing no. you guys? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll 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 go. Um like yeah, I mean like this is a see it. I mean it's very much like it like I feel like they're not like the critics aren't wrong in saying that you can make a much edgier satirical film than this, but this knows its audience and knows that its audience just wants something nice, um, which this is. Um, you know, I mean like I, I definitely think that at you could do more with this. There, like, I'd be curious to see those other films, but like for what it is, it works. It knows its audience, um, and it's it's getting there. Um, I like, you know, I think that there's some like amateur stuff in terms of I'm not really crazy about the production design. I feel like a lot of times the colors clash and awkward and unintended ways i mean there should be some clashing but like i you know i think the big strength of this is the performance even the performances uh, especially a natasha leone um like i you know she just nails almost every scene that she's in and has great chemistry with with clea duvall and the whole thing plays um and you know i think that all those add up to a pretty successful um light-hearted gay romance film which is what this is trying to be so like yeah absolutely see it uh i'll go next uh this is definitely a see it for me as well this is like dan said it is just a fun time like gay romance movie like it does make some commentary on you know terrible things but like kind of shows the 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 positive sides of you know being of interactions with other people like that and it's gonna say um, the positive sides of gender of like conversion oh, no. therapy camp. It, it's like the positive <laughs> sides of having other gay people in your yeah life. yeah having other gay people in your actual life. peers like, yeah, yeah it's uh and you know choosing themselves over and you know being true to themselves over like the expectations of parents and I like I think there are a lot of positive messages here. It's just a blast to watch. It's pretty to look at. The, great soundtrack. The, I forgot the to mention that. Great. Mm. Um, yeah, great soundtrack. Like honestly, it like I I st- I loved this movie when I first saw it like twenty years ago, and I still do. Yeah, I uh, this is see it for me too. Um... I I had missed it actually. I had not seen it until this this uh this viewing. Oh, uh, I'd sit, yeah yeah. I'd never even heard of it. Maybe maybe it was just like in Ireland they just you know <laughs> it was yeah, it seems... was too controversial. They just kind of yeah hit it, <laughs> or you wouldn't know it unless you were paying attention probably. Um, yeah, like I I don't have much bad to say about the movie. The moment that I was starting about, I made a complaint. I was like. I know what they're going for, but the score is kind of overbearing and it's taking me out. Then it started switching to montages with like awesome late 90s kind of um, grunge rock 
math rock whatever mm-hmm. awesome indie music um so i was like okay i'll shut up and it kept you know any anytime i thought like the movie was gonna miss a beat of some kind is like no it's it's really cool not all the humor works for me i guess you know um but uh it's got yeah like it it's a really good romantic film um you know like i really cared about the relationship uh and yeah you don't there, there, there was definitely not a lot like it even to the point where uh, modern movies like bros are coming out like we're the only like gay romance comedy in town and it's like nah, nah. no yeah Dude, no i mean like, i really yeah. like this exists i need i need like, to see bros um I oh i should have watched, watched it right. but i no longer have yeah. peacock access yeah emily it's all right but active, this is a much better film emily oh, activate your xfinity rewards and give us all peacock access okay i have a peacock log oh awesome jamie babbitt directed an episode of wonder falls awesome oh jamie babbitt's directed a bunch of stuff i know but i love wonder falls super super impressive to me um like fucking uh marvelous is mazel yeah Um, well i mean she's worked a lot with um what's her face um who developed russian doll yeah she like, actually is a lot of fun. She actually was in one of those places. Like, well, yeah, she, she grew up in like some like halfway house for sex offenders. Um, yeah. So, well, sex offenders. Yeah, that might have been quote unquote sex offenders. Exactly. But yeah. 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 Questionable. Well, because if you were a girl who liked girls in like the early eighties, yeah, you're a depending sex on. D- depending on what religion your parents were um i don't know where she was from she's from utah your sex is offensive no, she's from ohio sex she's ohio. from shaker heights ohio okay Ouch. that explains a lot um yep. i love those shakers yeah <laughs> nobody knows how to hate quite like a christian that's true uh but yeah Special i don't know <laughs> cheesy pete's uh, I guess this is uh, again a unanimous see it, so that's rad. Um, I think we should wrap up because <laughs> it's time to wrap up. It's yeah, t- it's time to wrap up. Dan, pitch your thing. Uh, yeah, you can check out my webcomic uh, with at uh, withfetus.com. Emily, pitch our thing. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to actually say that. Um... We have another, TJ and I have another podcast called New England Beer Reviews. Uh, it's a little inconsistent, but whatever. Uh, we talk about beer and... We'll have another episode yesterday. <laughs> Yay! Um, Pork, do you want to tell people about your movie rating? Uh, I'm Meyerlurk at Critiker.com. Check it out. Check, 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 check it out. Uh, but yeah, we've been Cedar Screwed. I've been TJ alongside Dan, Emily, and Porik. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, as long as that still exists. Uh, you can, as long as I remember to, oh man, I, I can fucking do episodes, can't I? I got to do that more. Um, you can check out my ratings of things on letterbox.com backslash S-I-O-S-I. That's the initials of our show. Hey, speaking of the initials of our show, we also have a Patreon S-I-O-S-I. Um, I don't know. Anybody got a final word? 
Uh, <laughs> no. The first word that came into my head, I'm not going to say. <laughs> something was, inappropriate. Something inappropriate. But I'm a cheerleader. This movie is very inappropriate. <laughs> and I'm sorry. That's, that's just the way it is. Oh, like... If it wasn't who made it, who made it, this movie would be highly inappropriate. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's the other thing is this this film is definitely coming from a place of of people who understand the community and want to uh, create something for them, um, and that's really awesome. Final yeah. word is pride. Eh? Oh yeah, no, we totally forgot to mention. Like this is why this is our last week of this month is. Happy Pride, y'all. Like, be you. Again, like, (laughs) not the, like, I I really, I hate the idea that has been pressed around that, like, all queers are pedophiles. And it's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really just just actual, actual groomers. Federal groomers. Changing the meaning of the word to completely innocent people, basically well, to, I mean, hide, it's just basically, to hide it's that they are of, actual groomers. Yes, it's, it's a, a lot, a good deal uh, yeah. of projection in there. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of finger pointing to you know oh, we have to we have to scream and cause a fuss before someone starts to think of blaming us. What, what's the blame I swear, line? Yeah, every um, single day, every single day now, I feel I hear about another fucking person who's going around calling people pedophiles, teachers pedophiles, and then they get arrested for. Well, I mean, it's just a lot of it just it's keeps a lot of, happening. No, it, well, I mean, it's a lot of the Republican Party keeps on saying that there's a you know shadowy cabal of of pedophilic uh, Democrats, and it's just like, well, most of, the, most of the yeah, most of the pedophiles that we've uncovered uh, in among. Uh, politicians have been republicans uh most not all currently but, serving <laughs> yep so that's uh, matthew gates yeah, yeah it's 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 not great and then you know it's just it's really disheartening to just see so many of the arguments that were used against gay people in the 90s now being used against trans people and it's just like you know it's bullshit right yeah, right? yeah. like yeah, it was bullshit the first time it's still bullshit right yeah. yep so Whatever. Well, on that depressing that note. note. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>